to all those who are listening in virtually, to all our guests and visitors. I greet you in the risen name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are thanking and praising God for another privilege, another opportunity on this Lord's day. And we are so thankful to the Coolpit Search Committee for electing me to bring the message on this day. I am grateful for this opportunity. I am grateful that the Lord saved me and delivered me from my wretchedness, delivered me from a state of hopelessness, a life that was meaningless, and to a life that is of purpose and meaning. And I'm assured of my home in his kingdom. That's shouting territory, saying. Anybody to know anything about the law, you know that we are sure, and the confirmation that you're sure is the power of the Holy Spirit leading and guiding you in your daily walk. A change has taken place in your life. Watch out, preacher. Yeah. Oh, watch out. <laughs> yes. I'm striving to focus on this sermon. I'll just cut to the chase. I'm going to abandon protocol here for a minute. The theme of our sermon is because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. That's what we're talking about. You're messing with me this morning. Because of Jesus. And we'll be preaching from the text in Acts, the fourth chapter, verses 8 through 12. I'll be reading from the King James Version. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole? Listen. Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doeth this man stand here before you whole. I like that. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders which is become the head of the corner. Listen, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Yes. I want to emphasize once again verses 10, 11, and 12. Listen. Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doeth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you, you builders, which is become the 
head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other. Listen at this declaration. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Yes, because of Jesus. All because of Jesus, I tell you. The book of Acts denotes the acts of the apostles and growth of the Christian church. Empowered by the Holy Spirit, the church. The book of Acts also reassures believers that their faith in Christ rests on facts. Not fables, but facts. The Bible, the word of God, the infallible truth inspired by man that were moved by the Holy Ghost pen. The Bible. Now, the author of the Bible is God himself. The main theme of the Bible is God's love. Get this, saints. The primary character, the primary character is Jesus Christ. And the focus, the purpose, the objective of the Bible is redemption. Thank you, Jesus. Redemption. Therefore, the message of the Bible is this. God is restoring, yes, the world to his original design through Jesus Christ. Yes. The world is in a state of brokenness. Oh, I think you can pay attention to the news. You can agree with me. The world is in disarray. Brokenness. Yes, yes. Listen, because of mankind's rejection of God and his plan. Yes, yes, yes. And Jesus Christ entered into the world. Yes. Entered into this broken world. Entered into this hurting world to die on the cross to restore mankind back to God. Thank you, Jesus. Why? Because our theme echoes, because of Jesus, humanity has an opportunity for life and life eternal. Yes, yes. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him might have life. Oh, you say, well, I'm living now. I beg to differ with you. If you pay attention to a lot of folks, they're just existing. Oh, you might call it life because you're breathing air in and out. But are you living? Do you have a purpose and meaning? Is there objective goals? Is there a focus in your life? And does it rest on Jesus Christ? Listen, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, Jesus Christ, yes, you might be saved. Listen, Romans 
5 and 6. And I'll be noting 10, but listen at Paul, and he affirms this by denoting in that sixth verse, for when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Oh, yes, yes. Listen, much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God. How? Through him. It's all about Jesus. Listen, he, Paul denotes in that 10th verse from the King James Version, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled, thank you Jesus, to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Oh, yes. And that's why I rejoice. Watch out, Reverend I'm about to tell my testimony, but I'm going to reel it in here. I recognize my scoundrel position, but the only reason I'm able to recognize that is simply because of what Jesus done for me. Before that, I was living fine, I thought, in all kind of mess and confusion, living a life of no good, a cesspool attitude. Oh, watch out, Reverend Oh, let me move on. I want to address this prepositional phrase, if you will, because of. You see, it's a prepositional phrase that actually means by reason of or on account of. By reason of Jesus or on account of Jesus, if you will. In an informal sense, because simply denotes is it's used to introduce a word or phrase that stands for a clause expressing action or an explanation or reason. Yes. Our text begins in Acts, the third chapter, with the action of Peter and John. And the reason for the lame man's healing and the power of Jesus' name. But first, we want to take a look at this term in the sense of an effect and an effect. The effect is a transitive verb referring to the act itself having an influence, which is the action of Peter and John, yes, acting in the name of Jesus. That's shouting territory. You ought to be moving on your seats a little bit. You ought to feel antsy about Jesus acting in our lives. And so the effect is a noun identifying the results, thank you, Jesus, of this act. The reaction of the lame man in the name of Jesus. Therefore, we have the reason and the result. Yes, yes. Jesus 
<laughs> yes, Lord. Jesus is the reason for the season. Oh, yeah, you celebrated on yesterday. But I guarantee you, most of that was commercialized. Yes, 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 yes. But Jesus is the reason for the season, and he is the results of the season. Watch out. Yes. A season denotes a period of time. Yes, yes. It could be an hour, could be a day, could be a month, could be a year. But the question is, what season are you in? That's a serious question. Think about it. What season are you in? Are you in a season of fellowship with Jesus? Or are you in a season of fellowship in rejection of Jesus? Yes, yes, yes. You see, we're looking at the power of Jesus' name. And in Acts, that third chapter, I pray that you read it in your time as you Go home and look at that third chapter in conjunction with chapter 4. But in that third chapter, in that sixth verse, it talks about Peter when he speaks. But Peter said, I'm reading now from the New Living Translation. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you. Talking about the lame man. You see, he was looking for a handout instead of a hand up. That's a little plagiarism there, Pastor. Yes, he, 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 he's not looking, yeah, yeah, for Jesus' hand. He just wants a few dollars for a permanent condition that he's in. But look what, what happens here, if you will. I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, get up. And walk. Hey. And because he had faith. And he was moved. He found strength. In the more crippled legs. And he began to stand to his feet. In the name of Jesus. I tell you it's because of Jesus. So in that 16th verse. Through faith in the name of Jesus. This man was healed. And you know how crippled he was before. It's a fact. Yes, faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. He was talking to those who were in opposition. Yes, yes, yes. And in chapter 4 and 7 again, New Living Translation, they brought in the two disciples and demanded, by what power? Or in whose name have you done this? Read the story, if you will. Those Pharisees and Sadducees and scribes, you know those people that hate the Lord, rejecting God, even though they have differences, enemies will come together against Jesus. Oh, watch out, preacher. Yes, yes. So there's some things we need to understand. A name implies much more than identification. It carries with it authority. 
reputation and power. When somebody says, you can use my name, speaking by myself, you sincerely hope the name is worth using. Watch out, preacher. Yes, yes, yes. Listen. If an order is given in the name of the President of the United States now, those who receive the orders knows that they are obliged or obligated to obey. You see, my name don't carry much weight around here. You understand what I'm saying? Except with my wife. If I tell Vanita to stand up and she don't stand up, and I pull my glass off like that and look real, look at her, <laughs> she gonna stand up. <laughs> <laughs> she just looking at my expression and stand. Watch out now. But getting back to the point, if I were to issue orders at the White House, nobody would pay much attention because my name has no official authority behind it. Come on, that's right. But the name of the Lord Jesus has all authority behind it. For he is the son of God. Yes, his name is above every name. Yes, Philippians 2, 9 through 11, King James Version. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, I said at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He deserves our worship. That's why it's kind of disturbing when you come to church and you assemble yourselves in the assembly of God and you don't even recognize that you're only here because of Jesus. But the fact that you come in and you feel polished, you got on your Sunday, you know, to do good clothes, you still are here by the name of Jesus Christ who died for us, rose again that we might have a right to eternal life and that eternal life begins the moment you accept Jesus as your savior. Yes sir, I know I'm right about it. Watch it Reverend Register. He deserves our worship and obedience. And the great concern with the New Testament church, that first church, was the name of Jesus Christ. And the believers today should have that same concern. What about us, church? Where's our concern about Jesus Christ? I was talking to the new member today, and I had him to understand, it's not about joining alumni, but it's about coming into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can change your life and give your life meaning and purpose. Yes, Jesus is the healer. Not then, but now. Jesus is the Son of God. 
Jesus is the Savior. So I ask the question again. What season are you in, church? What season are you in, those who viewing in? What season are you in? Listen, Acts 3 and 4 simply denotes for us in the, it is on the power and authority of Jesus' name, not the apostles. It's a wonderful thing to be used by God. And that's what Peter and John recognized. But Jesus received the glory for healing of the lame man. In those days, a man's name represented his character. It represented his authority and power. And in the text, by using Jesus' name, Peter showed who gave him the authority and power to heal. He didn't get the big head and said, look what I done. But he did it in the name of Jesus the Christ. Yes, sir. You got to understand something. Jesus' name is not to be used as magic. You know, sometimes people, when they pray, and they say at the end, Jesus, in the name of Jesus, it's not about in the name of Jesus, but in the power of the name of Jesus, in the ability of the name of Jesus. I stand before you right now. Yes, a little old humble boy, a little thug, a, oh, Lord, have mercy, a little no-good rascal now standing in the pulpit by the power and authority of Jesus Christ. And I'm striving to get the message to all those who were here. It's all about Jesus, on account of Jesus, because of Jesus. So I ask you again, what season are you in? You see, the world at large today is striving and trying to eliminate Jesus' deity. You find it by removing the use of his name. In our society and institution, the world today, in our society, in these United States, are working tirelessly to remove the deity of Jesus. One of the most profound things is in our society and institutions, they're striving and trying to figure out how we should use his name to cater to religious, listen this, diversity. Now what that means? Religious diversity. And if you look at most of your books and your calendars, they've changed B.C., that is before Christ, to B.C.E., before current era, eliminating Christ. Listen, and A.D., listen, A.D. anadonomy, they changed it now to C.E., 
common error. These terms have become more widely used by the Jewish religious scholars and in academic and scientific publications so as to become neutral and sensitive to non-Christians by not referring to Jesus as Christ nor as Lord. Oh, look at Christmas if you look back and you think about it sometime. It bothered me, it's disturbing. You take Christmas a special and wonderful time of the season and celebrating the birth of Christ. But the world has removed Christ and put Xmas. And X is a symbol of nullifying, marking out. Whereas we're talking about Christmas and the celebration is not about commercialism, it's all about celebrating the birth of our Savior. Boy, y'all got quiet then, but that's all right. That means you're listening. Our text is all about Jesus. Jesus is the reason for the season. And I'm telling you the truth. Peter capitalized on the opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ when he presented a message of hope and who Jesus is and told how the Jews rejected Jesus and why their rejection was fatal and what they needed to do to change their situation. You see, God still offers them an opportunity to repent and believe and receive Jesus as the Messiah even today and Lord. While God is still offering grace and mercy, I still ask the question, because of this opportunity embracing the pulpit, it's stagnant and it's awful that you have preachers embracing the pulpit and leaving out the most significant part of the message. And that is the salvific work of Jesus Christ on the cross. You don't hear that much in it, eh? It's all about prosperity, too blessed to be stressed and highly favored. What's wrong? Oh, boy, watch out, Reverend Register. Go ahead on. Listen, in Acts 4 and 11, in this text, I like the way the New Living Translation denotes this 11th verse. He said, for, this is Peter taking advantage of the opportunity. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures where it says the stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. Let me tell you about the cornerstone, if you will. The cornerstone unites two walls at the corner of a building. And it holds the building together. Peter pointed out that the Jews rejected Christ. But now Christ 
has become the chief cornerstone of the church. Without Christ, there would be no church because the church would not be able to stand. And many people react negatively to the fact that there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It's all about the name of Jesus. I tell you, there is something about the name of Jesus. Oh, glory to the Lamb of God. Oh, yes, there's something about the name of Jesus. Oh, how I love the hidden name of Jesus. Yes, glory to the Lamb of God. When you look at Isaiah, he tells us about the name of Jesus. In that ninth chapter, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name, I tell you, shall be called Wonderful. Oh, he's a wonderful God, I tell you. It shall be called Counselor. He's a mighty good counselor to confer in. Yes, I tell you, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. There's nothing like depending on Jesus when there's a time of tribulation. We're living in a season of trial and tribulation. But thanks be to God for Jesus Christ. Isaiah picked it up in 53, 4 through 6. He declares, surely he has bore our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken and smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded, thank you Jesus, for our transgressions. He was bruised, I tell you, for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace is upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Oh, glory to the Lamb of God. Look at Jesus, I tell you, coming down through 42 generations, coming into Bethlehem of Judea for you and I. Yes, Jesus, that lily of the valley, that bright and morning star. He came to open blinded eyes. He came to heal the sick. He came to give life to the lifeless. But look at Jesus, taken by the mob crowd and marched from judgment hall to judgment hall. But glory to the name of God, Jesus. He gave himself for you and I. He allowed his hands to be nailed to the cross and his feet ribbon on Golgotha's hill. They hung him up between two thieves. He stayed out there for you and I. But I love his declaration. When he cried, it is finished. 
glory to the Lamb of God hung his head in the locks of shoulder but not until he fulfilled his purpose for coming it's because of Jesus we have life they took it down and buried him in a borrowed tomb but glory glory I tell you to the name of God glory to our Jesus Christ early on the third day morning he got up with all power all power in his hand oh I tell you it's because of Jesus that I am who I am on this day it's because of Jesus have an opportunity to live eternally in his kingdom oh he's coming back the season is getting late we're rapidly approaching the close of the church age where about you what season are you in 